welcome to the knowledge panel brought to you by inlinks.net of which i am the ceo the knowledge panel is going to be a monthly panel of experts diving into a key question on online marketing and uh, this week's uh, this month's question is uh, is our keywords dead uh, with me i've got uh, uh, well obviously i've got david who is uh, his my co co-producer and uh, partner in crime for this so david um is there anything that, that i need to know before i introduce marion cindy and, and deepak or get i them? think everything's going smoothly i think but we've got pretty people much watch if this anything goes wrong with Zoom. the technology guys it's all david's fault if anything Thank goes you. wrong with the uh with with the hatter it's probably me which <laughs> most likely to go wrong so we've got some fantastic guests here uh cindy why don't you start by introducing yourself and we'll just go through the three of you sure hi everybody my name is cindy crumb and i'm the ceo of mobile moxie and we specialize in mobile first indexing things so yeah yay okay Marit. Hello, my name is Marette. Um, oh, God, go for the surname. Go for the surname, <laughs> and then we're gonna then we can do we we can do a uh, a, a you know pronounce this right on uh, on on YouTube. Or you know that's the webinar finished. But okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll, let's let's do it. My name is Marette Rutelingsberger. I'm very oh, wow. jealous of Cindy's surname, which is a lovely four letters. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I am the founder of Moog Digital, so I'm self-employed and we uh, do inbound marketing in the fullest. So we help brands tell their story by getting the foundation of their website right through technical SEO and then using inbound marketing tactics like email marketing and automation to continue the conversation. Amazing. Okay. And Deepak. Hello, everybody. My name is Dixon instead is Deepak and I run... Oh, right. I've got it right, right? <laughs> Absolutely. There's, there's been many an instance, like, like my hat, where I've got a funny comment or two and I was like, work with it, Deepak, work with it, Deepak. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to be here. I run a company called Pearl Lemon. I, I don't have a, a lemon with me, unfortunately, but that is what we're called. And what we do is um, plain, well, I say plain Jane. We like to try and keep it exciting. Plain Jane search engine optimization for our clients, and uh, yeah, just excited to 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 shoot the uh, shoot the good stuff with you today. Fantastic, and uh, thank you ever so much for coming on. Really appreciate it, guys. Um, so, key key question of the day: Are keywords dead? Right, who wants to go first on this one? Are keywords dead? Merritt, why don't you go first and just shoot 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 your opinion over? And if if anyone wants to disagree, I'm all for that. I don't want I don't want uh, Where's the buzzer? Forty-five minutes of uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe of we just wave something like no. <laughs> um, so Arky were dead. I don't think they're dead. I just think they've evolved. So you could say they're like a, either like a phoenix or like a zombie. And um, I think rather than focusing on specific keywords, we should be looking at topics and creating topic clusters where that's useful to the visitors of your website. So why? Why? Uh, Why? For, for the visitors, to be honest, I feel like actually SEO, of course, the technical side is really important, absolutely, because you need the foundation there to be able to be found. But it's actually, SEO is actually about user experience and making sure that you are answering your visitors' uh, questions or fulfill their needs. Besides that, as you are answering questions on your website, you become more known as an authority and where Google and other search engines are getting better at NLP and understanding and linking, linking topics and articles together, 
uh, they will also understand that you are an authority in your topic. Cindy, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I want to add on to it and maybe put a, a slightly more positive spin than zombie. I think <laughs> I like about <laughs> keywords more like uh, like a butterfly, like we've gone from being a caterpillar to a butterfly because they've gotten more rich. Um, because the way, at least in my conception of mobile first indexing and entity first indexing, now keywords and well entities at least are language agnostic, which means that you have one concept that can be described in any language or, or many languages and it's so much richer. And I think that this is important from a machine learning perspective from Google uh, because um, when you had everything divided by language, you had very small hoses of information where Google could machine learn in this language and then this language and they were learning independently. And when yep. you, take it up to the higher entity level, they can learn in all the languages at once and cross apply what they know. Because for instance, you know, Eskimos write more about ice, so they have more words and uh, in that language. And let's take that to a broader perspective. There are countries and languages that focus more on certain topics, certain ideas, certain concepts, and maybe there's scientific research or whatever in this one language or that we're being locked out of until our, our utilities where we find information are entity-based rather than language-based. So I found that really, I read, read your article on, um, your whole series of articles on, on entity first mobile, mobile entity first indexing and stuff. And that, that concept just really hit me because I think, you know, if I can take that concept, Inlinks is currently in English and French. And, uh, and we've been sitting there thinking, right, it's going to take me this much time to get into each other language. But that's not necessarily how I need to do it. I could potentially uh, end up with, uh, with um, you know, all of the other languages at the same time, if I think about it right. So it's given me some some good thoughts and stuff. But Deepak, yes. you've uh, you've you know the problem is I bet uh, you could go off on your own whatever you were going to say beforehand. But I bet, like, I bet uh -huh. the problem for you is your clients are sitting there saying, "Yeah, but I just want to be sure. number one for insert keyword here." I bet that's still happening, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I I'm going to um, just for argument's sake take the other side of the fence and say yes. I do think even as an SEO agency owner, keywords are dead. And just because it makes it more exciting, right? <laughs> or, or, or not, maybe I actually believe it, we'll see. So I think that in the way the question was intended, much like my marathon running of yesteryear, 10 years ago, I was able to just by brute force run without necessarily tracking the effectiveness of my runs, run without following a program or a plan, go out and run a half decent marathon. And I got accolades from all of my friends around me and therefore I just kept doing the same thing because it just was highly effective. Now, as I continued with the same strategy, I suddenly started to notice the introduction of things like Fitbit and Strava and there was tracking and even ordinary Joe would show me his personal best run times just outside the high street where I run. So all of a sudden, my, my, my running game became rubbish, effectively. Now, I, 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 I'd love to say that I have then consequently 
improve my strategy. Well, what actually happened was that I just began running marathons in nations such as Brazil. My, my, one, of, one of my more recent marathons was in Rio, where they've not cottoned on yet to this Fitbit and Strava thing. So really? <laughs> my, 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 well, at least at the marathon that I, I, I turned up at, it was definitely different from running London, I'll tell you that much. Uh, and, and, and there I, I was met with, with, a, with a little bit more success. So I think that the challenge that we have is that keywords in some markets are dead. In other markets, it's actually quite effective. So really, it depends who you're talking to. And I would argue that there's a significant amount of the population, i.e. some of our Arab nation clients, who don't need to bother with nuance and context and mm. entities because out there, they just throw links up. They don't do anything else. And you know what? I'll, I tell you, it works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it works. So for those reasons, I would say that there's a bigger and growing proportion of the actual continent where, you know, or the world rather, where keywords are, 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 are alive and kicking and that's all you need. So, 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 yeah. so they're, they're, they're dead only in the sense that it depends which race you're running. And I think that that's a yeah. key thing that we need to consider context. So I think, I think that full circle, which race yeah. you're running. So <laughs> it's so, it's so cool, isn't he? You know, he just thought that up before <laughs> he started. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, for me, the, the move to entities is, uh, so, so the, 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 the argument for keywords is dead or an argument for keywords is dead is that, as you say, Cindy, I mean, Google has moved towards trying to get this almost encyclopedia of information rather than trying to rely on individual page, web pages for every little bit of information. It said, right, you know, there, is only, there are several ways to tie a bow tie. I'll just record them all in one place uh, and then, you know, refer to each individual ones or, or whatever I'm going to do. So it becomes the entity that Google is really indexing and trying to enrich with information. But on the other side of that, of course, the user arguably does still type in keywords. So it's then getting that, uh, that, um, uh, that, that, that stepping stone between somebody trying to describe a query in words and then it coming back as, uh, as a representative, uh, representation of entities and ideas. But um, we've got, we've got a, 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 a challenge then because people have moved over to to sort of uh, asking questions on, on, on search engines rather than putting in keywords. And, and I, I've got, um, when I sent out the email for, for these, Grant Simmons came back and pointed out that he'd, uh, he'd written an article on Search Engine Watch back in 2013 with exactly that point. That's seven years ago saying keywords are dead. So it's like SEO is dead. It's this story is coming around and around and around and around. Is there anything, so my question to, to, to any of you is, is there anything different between the, the, the argument of keywords is dead now compared to seven years ago? Seven years ago, we were moving over to needs met, answer, answer the question. Mm. But is there anything fundamentally different now or is it the same thing to the other side of the coin? So I think there's, I mean, the, the, the recent update in May, some people popularly call it the pandemic update. SEO is considered to be the, the, the Google E update. It depends who you're asking. And I can personally say also that from the sites that we manage, as well as personal sites that I own, there was a direct correlation that relates to this question, you know, is it more relevant now that we saw from, you know, our own sites, broadly speaking, 
businesses or affiliate websites that I own or we own as a company were all punished because they don't have anything that really pertains to expertise, authoritativeness and trustworthiness because they don't fulfill anything that relates to entities or the knowledge graph. They are sites that are set up for a singular purpose to throw links to referral traffic to a third party website. Okay, of course. And, yeah. and this is a established business that, that has been working very, very well. On, on the other side of it, because I turn up to webinars and wear dorky hats like this, Pearl Lemon's actual SEO was, was, was rewarded and our traffic doubled <coughs> over the course of COVID, which was really, really interesting to see because it's not to tell you that I did anything different. I've just keep turning up to podcasts. No, but you're the authority behind the behind the Pearl Lemon. That's Absolutely. and I think that's that's yeah. probably yeah. why we 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 do turn yeah. up to these things and, and, and yeah. do these. I mean, all, all four of us have been uh, regular speakers on on the circuit, and that and we're we're building up our knowledge expertise. But it makes it harder for us to practice that for our clients, does it? Doesn't it? Well, let well, me just throw this idea out there um, to to bring back in the history component. In the early days of my speaking career, I did it for two reasons. Uh, number one, uh, I wanted people to, to hear what I was doing because it seemed like it was good for my career. But number two, it seemed cheaper than regular link building. Mm-hmm. So I, I did it. I did it because I didn't have to pay for a ticket to get into the Yeah, conference. that as well. <laughs> we all have our reasons and they're always as good as... <laughs> Well, it's, it, what's interesting to your point is that, you know, when, when I look at it client side, clients don't care about knowledge entities or knowledge, gro- you know, you know, the, 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 the standard, que- and, 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 I, and I do think rightly so, the standard thing that most clients will ask is say, hey, Deepak, I want to rank for design agency Bristol. And, you know, I have an outdated LinkedIn profile. I have nothing that pertains to anyone about the business or stakeholders. And the, 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 the truth is, is that it's extremely nuanced because... I, I always liken it to, you know, the base of the pyramid concept that when we discuss anything that pertains to this, the, the reality is, and you, and you see it when you distinguish it from the, the, the SEO conversations as to where SEO is moving versus everybody else, right? As in the local plumber who's trying to rank yeah. in Kilmarnock. Does he need the knowledge entity? Probably doesn't because his competitors are shocking. Therefore, Google places less investment in that area. And then when you scale that out and think about all of the economies that are just, you know, coming online, so to speak, uh, you know, we've got probably, you know, a lot of the African subcontinent who probably are now getting, you know, Wi-Fi regularly throughout, you know, we've got, we've got all of these spaces. And, and the reason I, 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 I bring this up, because I just look at our international clients, the guys that want to rank um, in, in Korea or in Portugal, or uh, well in Portuguese or in Spanish, what works for them, particularly based upon not even just the language, but also the segment doesn't necessarily work for, so for example, you know, we, we all are in some space, some, we're all in the marketing field. Our competition is hell of a lot more sophisticated than, yeah. than anybody else. And that means there's that concept of the bar. So I think that, I, I always think that what, 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 what's fantastic is that we get to discuss this, but the reality is, is that on the client side, for the most part, depending upon who your client is, everything else is probably you know, 10, 10, 10 years behind because a lot of the, the, the more forward thinking clients I find, they tend to have their own in-house SEOs anyway. They tend to understand the power of it. 
Mara, I feel you haven't talked for ages, so <laughs> sorry. Well, I was, yeah, I'll blame it on Deepak. Yeah, I was actually, actually going to jump into what Deepak said there because, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but actually, um, do you not think that it's also in part education of the clients? Mm. So I completely get that different markets work in, in different ways. But, um, for example, when I often talk to other companies, they're like, I just want to rank for um, buy headphones for example yeah, they want yeah. to they want to rank for the the high intent yeah of whether they whether they have consciously said that's a high intent keyword they know that's the buying keyword. sure um, and actually as google gets smarter and and i suppose kind of referring back to sort of topic clusters and stuff like that it goes way it goes way broader because search engines do get better at understanding intent just from simple user yeah. uh, data. Uh, and so I find that educating, educating my clients a, a little bit about the buyer's journey and painting a broader picture for them uh, does really help. So I've got something in there. I, what I've seen on, um, uh, on now, now that, you know, InLinks is kind of analyzing things by, by entities and stuff uh, and using NLP, it, one one thing that's really annoying for me is that um, the the readability index is kind of an open source Fisher Kincaid readability index and stuff, which basically is an index saying um, what grade of school can a, what can can a person read this at? So can you read it at grade to, grades two, three, ten, whatever it may be? Um, so so basically, the higher it is, the easier it is to read. Um, but the, 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 the problem I've got with that is it's great for machine learning because it means that the easier it is to read, the easier it is for a machine to read. Um, but when it comes to, and then the machine turns it into entities and ideas. And as Marriott says, we've got clusters of topics and ideas that are conceptually close to each other. So therefore, write some content that has conceptually close to ideas and you're winning and you're on a winner. But what it's doing it's just dumbing down the bloody internet for all of us, isn't it? Is it not? I mean, you just get there and see, you know, 10 best reasons for, you know, this or that, this, that, and that. And it's written in, um, you know, uh, not quite pidgin English, but in trying to drive the, the theory of we want to be the best content on the web, we're losing that ability to use flowery language that, um, that humans get, that, that, um, that enriches the whole feeling. Is that a danger of where Google's going with entity search? It's a democratization of the internet, not a dumbing down, Dixon. Ah, okay, all right, okay. Well, let's, yeah, let's, let's okay. <laughs> democratization to the lowest common denominator. Cindy. I like that. that right? it depends <laughs> who you're asking, I presume. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump in and have a, a couple of questions or thoughts from the audience here. Um, we've got um, Christine uh, Schaschinger is actually saying, I have to watch, but entities are just nouns, so still a keyword, um, though I use query term now. Um, Shari Thoreau that said in Facebook as well, keywords will die when people stop writing, texting and speaking them into search engines. Uh, I see Excellent. Dixon uh, nodding there as well. I'm sure lots of you got thoughts. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, well. I'm loving it because of, cause, cause of the two people that ask the questions really, <laughs> that make the points. <laughs> but, uh, but I have to say that I think an entity is much more than a, than a noun. I think an entity now can be a process, an entity can be a concept, um, and, uh, and, and not necessarily a noun uh, 
maybe my grammar's wrong and I just don't know what a noun is. But uh, I, I think that, uh, that, that um, uh, entities now are getting much, much broader in concept. Google's very good at understanding um, brands and places and anything starting with a capital letter. R rubbish at understanding, it would seem, um, things like you know, concepts of horse riding and things like that. Let me back you up on that, Dixon, because if, if, if it were just a noun, then Google wouldn't be able to associate um, pictures and audio uh, to the entity. So, so I generally agree with Sherry, but I do think that it's a bit richer than that because they are doing visual search and audio search to link back. So people are searching without words, without keywords, um, and still getting to the entity. So I don't know if that flows over to keywords are dead or keywords are not dead, but keywords are still part of the mix. They're just not the only things in the mix. And a so quick question from Chris uh, Chris Labbert. Chris is saying, is there any tool online to measure the weight of entity relationships? Um, example, what words are, are heavily related to another keyword? Moret, sorry, I know you were struggling to, to, to get in there. Would you like to, to give any thoughts on that one? What I was going to say was actually just backing up Cindy on, um, and she must see this uh, particularly around mobile searches and stuff, how actually on some devices, people are searching more conversationally rather than just the keywords. But I appreciate that's not, um, that's not what Chris said. So we can come back to that. I, and I, I, on, on Chris, Chris's question, I'll, I'll read it again. I can see it on the screen. Is there any tool out online to measure the weight of entity relationships? For example, what words are heavily related to another keyword? So I, I'd say that it's, it's what concepts are heavily related to other concepts. Um, and, 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 uh, uh, and I think there are tools, and obviously Inlinks is one of them, but it's not one of them, but uh, not, not, not the only one. But I think that the interesting thing is um, that it is connecting concepts together, and, uh, and that allows you to give context to a word. So a really good example is the word engine. So uh, engine... Um, if it's connected to things like tires and uh, and um, and uh, and petrol, then or gas, uh, depending on where you come from, then uh, then it's almost certainly a combustion engine. Where it's if it's connected to um, SERPs and um, listings uh, and and internet, then it's almost certainly a, a search engine um, context. And that that's where that's where the, the Google likes to take these words and then fit them into boxes so that it can get context. And, and I think that really makes a natural language processing algorithm um, uh, tie, tie down what, a, what the underlying meaning is of content um, much better than, than, they, than when they were just doing page rank and anchor text. And to come back to, Marette, your original mention of both topic clusters and how we service clients, mm -hmm. what I've found depending upon and, and it depends of course who you're talking to there's there's many many a commercial director I've met who's just goes blank when we talk about some of this stuff the the, the workaround from a from our perspective is okay here's a series of content that we would love for you to produce which is contextually relevant to the key words but they're not directly talking about a design agency in Bradford because there's, there's, there's lots of other things that contextually relate to it, talking about SVGs, talking about fonts, talking about graphics and italicization. And that is what I found is, is, is a good way in terms of communicating it in a language, again, the contextual language that my client understands, that practically this is what I think you should do. And, but, 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 but what's also interesting about it is 
for, 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 for many a person who's commercially driven, the process doesn't change. And that's what's difficult for people to conceptually understand that they're still going to be typing in keywords into Google and then keywords are still going to appear. So, so, so it's often quite counterintuitive to, for somebody to understand that, well, it's not just keywords, but equally it is keywords I'm typing in to, to kind of drive a result. So that, that is how we actually use the topic cluster part in a way that sometimes my, my, my clients will understand. Yeah. And again, then you're building a broader authority, aren't you? Because you're not just saying we do design, we do design, but actually yeah. you are literally showcasing your authority. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it, of course, it's not always keywords, though, is it? I mean, uh, Cindy, you must you must know a lot more about Google Discover than most people, and uh, and and you don't have to type in a keyword for for traffic to come from Google Discover. Yes, and and Google Discover or iterations of it with different names have has been around for a very long time, and in one of the iterations when they announced it, what they were talking about was keyword-free search. Uh, predictive search, understanding what you what results you want before you even type a, a question or a query in. Uh, so it is to some degree what they're going for, at least as part of the mix. It's not mm. going to fully replace. I don't think it's ever going to fully replace keyword search. Uh, keyword search has existed long before Google and before the internet. You know, we were looking for keywords in the Dewey Decimal System. Um, so I don't think keyword search is going to go away, uh, but it, it's just going to have more, uh, competitors, right? Other ways mm -hmm. of finding information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like, actually, when you think about it, it's like the index of a book. It's literally keyword yeah. search. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I'm going to go move slightly sideways then and say, okay, I, I, I seem to remember John Muller pointing out that there may be some um, some un, unhad SEO traffic to be had in, in image search um, recently. Now, obviously, an image doesn't have any words connected. You know, it doesn't have words at all. So uh, if you're putting up images and you're trying to get more traffic because you've got images, how might that, that work? I mean, certainly keywords are dead in that context, really. Um, what, what does John mean, I guess, by saying we're, we're, not, we're not doing the right things with images? Why, why, are, we, why, are, we, why are we all falling short? Anyone? I don't know why we're all falling short. Because they don't have keywords. Okay. But I have interesting stuff to, to add to the idea, which is that for a while in Google Shopping, and I haven't tested this in a while, but I wrote about it many years ago. Um, there was this thing that was like find similar in Google Shopping. And so uh, that was their first attempt at visual search um, algorithms. And the I wrote about this in co the context of a blue dress. So I think if you search for uh, Cindy Crum in blue dress, uh, you'll get the result, but it was that when I was searching for a blue dress and clicked see similar, um, if the blue dress that I was looking at right then was on a human, then all of the similar ones would also be on human models. But if it was on a mannequin, all of the similar ones would be on mannequins. Amazing. Amazing. I think that what's interesting about it, this is this is a really good example of it, that the, the human, the mannequin side, I think that 
with the way that the visual search is going what, what what's interesting about it you know we've got this whole concept of for example shop you know shop on instagram you can you can take pictures and have contextually related ultimately images appear if you're if you're trying to shop for something the the part that's that, that that's always difficult for me to even get my head around is what's interesting is that the at, at, at the back end of it we talk about ai and algorithms but fundamentally it's contextually related keywords that, that Google keeps that then determine, I think, to a degree, what images correlate with related images. So whilst from a actual search perspective, we're using images and it generates perhaps related images, at the back end, it's still keywords, I think, that, that, that are driving it based upon data that they're able to excavate based upon, upon you know, the, the millions of images that do have data, that they do have stored, because we still, I think, to a degree, need to rely upon actual linguistics to then build out visual-based search. So at its core, what's interesting is for me, it will, it will always be keywords, even if from a search perspective, there's no keywords involved whatsoever. I don't know if that's true, because, uh, because I think, I bet you when Cindy put in, uh, when, when search for the, for the, uh, the blue dresses, uh, you know, the, the mannequin pictures were coming from websites that were in different languages. And mm. you know, so, so unless all the keywords are all translated into 200 different languages, which probably they are, but I, I think that it, it probably ties it back to an entity first, just for, to, yes. just for the saving of, uh, saving of processing power. Storing, you know, it's just easier to store a concept. Exactly. Sort of well, and there was a major update that happened with images where Google started translating the title tags when they were putting the images in image search. And that showed that they were using the entities first to surface. Because if I search for, let's say I search for a picture of the Eiffel Tower, do I care what language the web page is in? Or am I just looking for the best picture of the Eiffel Tower? And so I also did blue chairs in a later article. Um, um, and to, to, about this image search uh, change and found when I searched for blue chairs in English, the results were coming from websites written in all different languages, exactly like you say, Dixon. Mary, do you want to add anything in there? Or? Well, actually, I just thought that that's really interesting what you said, because again, there, um, I guess for search engines, John Mueller, pay attention. Uh, there's something... Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to tell him what to do, you know. <laughs> uh, boom. You know, there, there's actually, like, a, like a, a bit of intent that you can still learn there. Because I think what Cindy said, absolutely, if you're searching for the Eiffel Tower, you just want a, the best picture of the Eiffel Tower. But if you're searching for a blue chair, it's actually quite likely that you're looking to buy a blue chair. So it would be more relevant for Google or other search engines to show you even in image results, show you the results from either local chair shops or at least in your language so that it's easier for you to purchase. Fair point. That's a very fair point. That's true. Okay, well, I'm just going gonna, gonna to go on to one other thing where I think that... Oh, sorry, David. Is there a question sitting there that I should be... There's, there's one other question, um, and uh, that's from Chris again, saying, can someone talk about how they could um, create a topic cluster for an SEO silo for better rankings? He's just now, Chris is just uh, just um, just giving me an opportunity to plug in links on that. So let's just leave that one there. Thank you. Chris, what about everybody? Uh, <laughs> so uh, um, I'm not going to answer that one. Uh, no, I, I, uh, 
I, I could, but uh, I think I'll, I'll try and move on. Otherwise, it becomes a sales pitch for me. So, um, uh, right, okay. So I want to move away from that a little bit and then say, okay, well, how, here's another reason why keywords become completely uh, pointless. Um, is it? Do you think it's valid, really, for SEOs to call Twitter and Facebook's algorithms to be part of their, their SEO realm now? Because uh, if I'm searching, for example, for a restaurant locally, I'm going to I'm going to do that amongst my friends. I'm going to ask on Facebook or I'm going to ask on Twitter because I'm going to trust the opinion of the people that are answering me more than uh, more than um, an, an algorithm, really. So um, does that not mean that uh, that the the, the the SEO should now not really be you know concentrating on on keywords, but should be concentrating on people? Um, not and I'm not saying necessarily the the context of the searcher, but the, the, the Twitter algorithm or Facebook algorithm to say how do how does it how does it get the influencer to to respond in the right way to the right question or is this in the realm of the social media person and we can't possibly learn it all like Reddit or you like Reddit okay yeah <laughs> I, I'm scared of Reddit I, re- I figure I figure if I go on to Reddit too long they're going to kill me you know so I I, 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 I heard I'm, you can get lost in Reddit and never come out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, well that's, that's happening now. On, on my wife, my wife now has got. I mean, Facebook's got a thing on the phone that's a bit like TikToky kind of thing that she seems to find herself in, and she's just going through this video after video after video. It's sort of like a discover kind of thing for videos, and, and she all she was trying to do was you know message somebody, and she's in in this thing. So again, isn't isn't it important for SEOs to start thinking about how those algorithms work um, and uh, how we get into into those streams and then how we turn that into a an opportunity for for our customers um you know interestingly to to refer back to to chris who's uh, commented my question was easier laughs out loud one of the one of the, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that so so what 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 what, what for me is interesting and, and you made reference to it chris was seo silos right so if we think about a social media platform as a silo and we just literally take the example that i had with the marathon you know there's established social media platforms that you know a lot of them were born during the subprime credit crunch crisis in 2008 instagram came out of there and uh, a couple of others have come out of there and there'll probably be more that come out now still in this time there's definitely i think an argument for those being considered it might be a little bit early but then you think about for example spaces and again i know this just from our commercial experience we get companies who specifically want to talk to us about Airbnb SEO ranking. Mm-hmm. They want to talk to us mm-hmm. specifically about Facebook marketplace ranking. They yeah. want to talk to us about Etsy, Walmart, Amazon ranking. And they're not interested in it as being a social conversation. They're oh. like, we want to build links or we want to rank. And they see it as being an, an, an SEO an, an, an SEO field. So, I mean, just from the commercial experience that, that we're being forced to consider some of the, the, these platforms that have created industries within themselves. So yeah. I guess my, my simple answer is that yes, just from our, my personal experience, I do think that it's, it's a space that we're beginning to invest more aggressively in now. Well, I can absolutely say, I mean, booking.com. So I've got a, I've got a holiday let in Wales. If anybody wants to go to Snowdonia, you know, uh, that's great as well. I'll sell that. But it was not about, I mean, there's no point in me trying to optimize for, you know, holiday let in Bala uh, because booking.com is there. And I, all of my bookings, come through booking.com. You know, I, 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 I can't, I, I haven't 
Marie doesn't want to uh, answer the queries from Airbnb. She's just, you know, uh, but uh, but Booking.com has been the whole thing for for this this thing, and that's where all the the money comes from. So it's a very important um, skill, and of course, you'd ask an SEO to do it, surely, yeah. because we we know that we know the ins and outs. We know we you know we we can pick it up pretty quickly, hopefully. So, and what think, what? Sorry, go ahead. I the only thing I was going to say is sort of additionally to that, it's uh, it's even if it's not technically SEO, they're trust signals, aren't they? It yeah. is making sure that if we're talking social profiles in particular, but also uh, Google My Business, for example, it's about having that yeah. consistency throughout and not be called, um, you know, marketing, marketing agency on Google My Business and then inbound agency on LinkedIn and just actually generally just email on Twitter, for example, it creates confusion, not just with Google, yeah. but also yeah. with your users. And it just goes back again to actually SEO is becoming more of a user experience and making sure that you become an, a trusted authority. Well, and, and we call it multifaceted SEO or multifaceted marketing, which is to say that if you're only ranking in Google or you only have a presence in one place. That's not what real companies do. Real companies, like uh, Will Reynolds talks about real company shit. Real company shit, pardon my language, is His being, language, his language is Will. His it's language. His language. language. On Facebook Live. I don't know how that works. So <laughs> is, um, they would be in YouTube and they would be in Twitter and they would be in Facebook and they would, and they would have a knowledge graph and they would do all of the things um, that makes them look more legitimate that uh, affiliates, especially like one dude with many, many affiliate sites for the same vertical doesn't have time to do dude or lady. I shouldn't pick on dudes. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, guys, uh, we're nearly at time. David, are there any questions or anything up there that I need to, uh, need to, need to cover before I, uh, I've had a few positive comments, a few likes, um, but, but no specific questions at the moment. Yeah, I think it's been and, a wonderful uh, conversation. A few, a few positive comments and loads and loads of disparaging comments about, uh, about my <laughs> COVID haircut, no doubt. But anyway, uh, guys, I really do appreciate you guys coming down and, and being on the, 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 first, the first knowledge panel. I hope it's the first of, of, of many. Um, we'll turn it into podcasts eventually as well. Um, where can people find out more about you before, uh, if, they, if, if they want to find out more about you? So I, I tend to freely share my thoughts on Twitter. Um, they could be shower thoughts. They could be SEO related. But okay. in any case, I'm on And what's your, what's, your t what's your handle on Twitter? It's so, surely not at Marit Rudlingsberger. <laughs> no, that, that doesn't fit in a tweet. Um, so it's just, it's Marit. It's Marit. That's easier. <laughs> Cindy? Uh, let's see. Uh, you can find out all about Mobile Moxie and our SEO, mobile SEO tools at mobilemoxie.com. Or I'm all over Twitter at uh, Suzix, S-U-Z-Z-I-C-K-S. Okay. And Deepak, how do we find out about you? Guys, if you want to uh, see me spouting nonsense, you'll find it most easily available on Facebook. I've Follow me on Facebook. and Ooh, uh, that's a great yeah. idea. I'm going to do that too quickly. Feel free to, uh, I, I, I do a live here and there. Feel free to come on and poke fun at my hat. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll find me talking about it there. So Facebook is fantastic. Uh, you can find me there. Okay. And, and David, uh, David is just uh, is, uh, casting cred um, 
has is is great if you need somebody to help you um set up these things uh i i, I can't recommend david <laughs> thank you very much for getting Thanks, me uh and making sure that i don't uh, fall out of the out the holes uh, it's been a great fall, panel fall through the holes um guys uh if people want to uh uh, like the Facebook page for Inlinks as well, then you, we'll let you know when the other ones are on. I think we figured out how to live stream on Facebook now, so that's great. Um, YouTube, there is a YouTube channel for Inlinks as well, um, and there's one on LinkedIn, and eventually I'll get to all of them, but uh, I'm just trying to add one, one, <laughs> one stream at a time. So uh, everyone, thank you ever so much for coming in. I really do appreciate it and um, see you next month or see see some of you guests next month and uh, maybe you guys on the fun here as well.